poor doctor needs to run up and down together with the footballer. Then when the footballer pretend to fall down, doctors need to fall down. <laughs> Jungle Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So I just made a major commitment. Uh, I got a cat. I, uh... <laughs> I haven't even told my family because they're not at all a fan of cats. Not many people are, you know. Yeah, because dogs are superior. But if you <laughs> absolutely have to, cats are okay. La. You talk like you got so many cats. Yeah, yeah, but none of them love me, you see. <laughs> That's the difference Except Mr. Mr. Orange lah. Yeah, yeah So please tell me Your cat is a rescue Yeah, yeah, yeah Okay She is uh, My friend uh, got it from her workplace Apparently it was abandoned Ayo yeah. well, no, uh, but Abandoned by a person Like it was dumped in a box Or, or abandoned by the mother uh, I think it was the mother Because the kitten is quite sickly lah. Ah, yeah, and, yes, and, okay. and the mother cat Will usually abandon the sick ones, Correct. right? So my friend took it to the vet And got her checked out Got medicine for her all um, I saw her Actually I bumped into my friend Last week She said the kitten had diarrhea Ayo, cherry Betty. <laughs> yeah, but then after a few days, she got better, so that was good. So why is the kitten suddenly with you? Your your friend cannot have cats at home. Uh, yeah, she already has three cats at home, <laughs> but I think she brought the kitten home, and one of her cats stopped eating because Mirajo or stress or something oh. She was like protesting, you know. So she said she had to give this kitty up. Yeah, okay. So, so you're basically taking it off your friend, lah. Yeah. Good, correct. good. And what have you decided to name this little kitten? <laughs> My friend already gave her a name And she responds well to the name So no point confusing her okay. I'm just going to keep calling her by her given name Which is Mao <laughs> Mao Your friend Chinese is it? Yeah Yeah because Mao is literally cat in Cantonese I know So creative lah your friend She's also uh, not married right? What? No not yet I knew it You see woman with three cats at home Confirmed single <laughs> She's getting married next month, like, you sexist. Fly FM. So I just got my first cat and it's been quite a learning curve. <laughs> Douglas, on the other hand, has a gazillion cats and dogs. But one of your first pets was Cleo the Labrador, right? Yes. She wasn't the first first, uh, but uh, she was the one I love the most. Oh. Yeah, passed already, lah, poor thing. But uh, she was the only dog that appeared on stage with me. <laughs> that's, that's saying a lot because you don't share the stage with anyone. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, so uh, Cleo was my favourite. Uh, everyone knew it And the other dogs Knew it also, also. <laughs> I wasn't shy With my favoritism But I think The feeling was mutual also Because when we went To pick her up right yeah. She just came running To us And they want to leave us Oh this was at a shelter uh, No okay uh, My friend's Labrador gave birth oh. And then all the All the other puppies Got adopted already Cleo was the last one She was also the runt Of the litter The, the smallest one oh. Yeah so But you know Labradors are super clingy right Dogs in general Are clingy lah Yeah enough of your ex-boyfriends <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah Cleo uh, would have separation anxiety when she was a puppy or no like if if everyone is at home then she's an absolute angel an angel baby baby angel angel baby yeah you get it right yes you get it <laughs> but if you leave her in the house alone uh, oh finish man you, you come home the sofa is in pieces the, the, the our rattan table we chewed to bits the door has got scratch marks uh, like a toyol was trying to escape right? oh my god we had a Labrador before really yeah his name was Troy he did the same thing uh, we go out for a few hours and we'll come back to torn newspaper everywhere la. shoes bitten completely destroyed the curtain rod also broken curtain rod yeah we had, we had to eventually like give him to a family where he could get constant attention from the kids yes yes. Oh, Labradors and kids go together like like peanut butter and jelly like that. so so one time I wanted to buy new jogging shoes uh-huh. but 
Cannot lah Because my old ones Were still fine So my wife was like Your old shoes are fine Why you want to buy a new one <laughs> So I thought Okay I'll leave them out no <laughs> Then way. maybe Cleo Will help me By destroying it So I can buy a new pair lah, Right <laughs> <laughs> so, so we go out right We come back My shoes uh, She didn't touch you know <laughs> But Cleo went And destroyed my wife's handbag <laughs> So we ended up Buying her A new handbag instead Backfired lah <laughs> So Australian scientists Aim to grow plants On the moon By 2025 What vegetables Are they planning To grow on the moon Pea moon <laughs> <laughs> So sorry So sorry <laughs> More than that, thankfully. Uh, the whole project is a step towards growing various types of like plants for food, okay. medicine, as well as oxygen production to help establish human life on the moon. Um, the research, Ooh. they say, is also important for food security because they say if you can grow plants on the moon, then we'll be able to grow plants in the most challenging environments on Earth. Like my garden. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can grow there, man. Because, you know, all my dogs go and pee in the garden. Oh. So the soil is super toxic. Right? I, I bet you, uh, even if these scientists, these Australian scientists managed to grow something on the moon yeah. you send my dogs there for two weeks I confirm all die <laughs> okay hey, but this these are these are space exploration stories and the possibility of living on other planets uh, and this terraforming all uh. right. it really interests me uh, no? if there is a program to go and live on the moon right now I think I'll be one of the first volunteers to sign up immediately but what are you going to do there it's just dust and craters oh yeah okay so maybe not the first volunteers <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I will, I will go after they establish some basic infrastructure first, uh-huh. like supermarket, oh. uh, comedy club, wow. and also I they must have a very fast rocket so I can come back to Earth in case I forgot something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but what, what would you need though? Like, what are some of the basic requirements for you? Uh, so karaoke, and then <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I need to karaoke is myself. Okay, okay. Um, I would want internet so I'll still get access to the movies and music I yeah, want. Yeah, okay, right, okay. I'll still be accessible to the world, be able to contact. People, if I get lonely, <laughs> and if I'm suddenly sick, some follow on Google is bound to have the answer. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So yeah, internet. Um, I also need my devices because otherwise, how am I going to use the internet? Still internet, right? We're still on the <laughs> same topic. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, I'll need an infinite amount of money. You infinite? Am- <laughs> you want money on the moon for what? To buy mooncake? Is it? Come on, <laughs> you're on the moon, man. Fly FM. Hong Kong plans to give out five hundred thousand free plane tickets oh. to attract tourists. What a waste of money. Don't they know that all you need to do to attract tourists is to, you know, compose a new tourism song <laughs> <laughs> or design a new logo? That's all you need, man. Come on, la, Hong Kong. Uh, yo. <laughs> uh, they're doing this to help boost tourism after the pandemic. Okay, so yeah. that's 500,000 free tickets worth around $254 million. Dollars, you know, that will be given to both global visitors as well as Hong Kong residents. Okay. But these tickets were actually bought back in 2020 when the Hong Kong Airport Authority, they got the tickets as part of a relief package to support the aviation industry. Good lah, they all are. Yeah. Have you have you been to Hong Kong? And uh, no. Would you like to go? Well, only because <laughs> Jonathan, my my fiance, was born there, and he has nice stories to share about Hong Kong okay. Before this, all no lah. Like I don't know, like for what, right? It's another city. There's Cantonese food, oh and we already have that here. I'm already half Cantonese. <laughs> Um, I always wanted to go to Hong Kong, you know, from when I was really young because uh, because back then, right, every day at 6pm, uh-huh. my family would all gather around the TV and they would watch the latest Hong Kong TVB oh. drama series. Oh, uh, Shanghai Tan, Man in the Net, Seasons. 
But then Korean shows showed up and took over all the dramas, right? Yeah, but cannot cannot challenge lah in my opinion because Hong Kong dramas, right? They got uh-huh. all sorts of stuff, you know. Got betrayal, then there's deceit, and one fellow be a megalomaniac, then there's corruption. K dramas, ah, all the love, 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 cry, 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 love, love, cry, cry. Wait, God, Squid Game. God, what? He loved money. Then when his mother died, he cried. See. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, I managed to go to Hong Kong finally about I think seven eight years ago, uh-huh. and I discovered that actually a lot of the Cantonese we use here mm-hmm. uh, as Malaysians, this not apply in Hong Kong. No? For really? example, yeah, yeah. For example, uh, for money, right? What we call money here is loy. Uh-huh. Uh, get a loy, right? Yeah. Oh, in Hong Kong is chin. They have no oh. idea what loy is. Yeah, the other one is we we say here like like if all uh, we say soma. Soma is actually from from Malay. That's what I thought, you know. <laughs> in over in the Hong Kong, it was like chin bow. Oh. They have no idea what soma is. The the funniest example though was when I was at <laughs> I was at a dim sum restaurant together yeah. with other Malaysians who were there. There's this Malaysian Society of Hong Kong. <laughs> They're based there. Right. They wanted to belanjami makan. Okay. So as usual. We overordered, <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, I asked the waiter to bungkus the leftovers, lah. So tapau, lah. Yes. Now we say tapau. Yeah. But the waiter in Hong Kong looked at me oddly oh. when I said pong tapau, and then all the Malaysians started giggling. I was like, "What is going on now?" <laughs> Eventually, uh, they told him uh, "ling zhao," which is which literally means "take away." Ling zhao oh. in Hong Kong because tapau yeah. in Hong Kong means to smack the pau. <laughs> To, to punch this poor bun. That's why the waiter looked at me strangely. Like he was like, "Ah, uh, that is a weird request." <laughs> Fly FM. It's time to learn some English with the most patient English teacher in the Fly FM studio. English class with Mina Saleh. Good morning, class. Now, as you know, you were meant to form a sentence using a word. The word of the day is calibrate to set or adjust readings for accuracy. Katija, form a sentence using the word calibrate. When we do not understand the good deeds of the Almighty, it is because we have failed to calibrate our faith and understanding. That is correct, Katija. Okay, Ladu, form a sentence using the word calibrate. Oh, teacher, today, my friend, I'm a jit. He. Went and stole the Geiger counter from the science lab. You know, you know the machine used to measure the radioactive levels all because he claimed he papaya farm got the mutation due to the nuclear radiation. Oh, so he went and he on the machine. I nearly did 100 backflips, you no know, chance, because the level was so high. It was like all his papayas were bombs. Like okay, that. okay, let's do. Please form a simple sentence using the word calibrate. Turns out this Dungu Amajit forgot to calibrate the machine first. Okay, correct. All right, ask. Form a sentence using the word calibrate. That day, ah, uh, I worked at my uncle's bakery shop. I helped him calibrate a、uh, Kelly muffin, Kelly、no, croissant, croissant. Oh, French! Oh, he can talk properly, you know, but English cannot. Oh dear. English class with Mina Saleh. Fly FM. Michelle Yeoh joins the new Transformers movie as one of the voice actors. She's the voice of what? Iswara Prime, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Finally, a Malaysian car makes it to Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> you wish lah. It's gonna be the seventh Transformers movie called Transformers: Rise of the Beasts, which will be released next June. And Datuk Michelle Yeoh's character is called Air Razor. Air Razor. Yeah. This sounds like a shaving product. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually a Maximal, which is a descendant of the Autobots. They also have the ability to fly. How freaky is that? Are you a Transformers fan? Not at all. <laughs> 
is very male skewed lah Transformers uh. like, like, To be fair I haven't watched The last few Transformer movies lah But based on the first one Remember within the first 20 minutes We see who? Megan Megan Fox <laughs> Wearing what? Short shorts Crop white singlet While fixing up a car And all the guys are like Whoa hot chick That's good with cars Ooh. So yeah I was never a fan See I was a big fan Of the cartoon But I was oh. so disappointed In the movies you know Why? I don't know like It's so weird I felt the cartoon Had more heart oh. Or maybe I was younger then And less irritable <laughs> But I I found the movies very messy. Like you don't know what's going on during the fight scenes and the stupid yeah. things happening at the same time. Here explode, there explode, and then the transforming, which is the main <laughs> part of any Transformers like experience, right? Yeah. The cartoon, uh, it was always about the toys one, you know. So when Optimus Prime transformed into a lorry or the head of a trailer, right? Uh-huh. You could see how he did it. The, his head would fall into his chest. The arms would go around the waist, like then he becomes the the lorry. Yeah. In the movie. It was like nanobots. Yeah, yeah. It was small bits of skin turning upside down. He was like he was transforming one fingernail at a time. <laughs> I was super annoyed, man. I genuinely don't know how they've managed to do so many Transformers movies because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that a lot of people have said it isn't good. Yeah, I think yeah. it was the third one that came out and that was already not fun. But they somehow just kept it going like Fast and Furious. <laughs> so no, change it, change it a bit, lah. Yeah. You know, let's say for this latest one, you since that's what Michelle Yeoh is in it. Yeah, have have it. Done in Malaysia Set the whole thing in Malaysia So you can have Different characters You know Like the main enemies uh, Are motorbikes And they're called The Decepticons <laughs> or, so, <laughs> or, or there's this Friendly robot From Malacca Called Bumble Becha <laughs> <laughs> the final fight, right? <laughs> the final fight when uh, Optimus Prime says the iconic Autobots roll out. Yeah. Cannot move because VIP want to go first. <laughs> so real. Fly FM. We found out that Dato Michelle Yeoh is going to be in the new Transformers movies. But here's the problem. We love her but really don't like the movies. That's why we want to know, <laughs> are there any famous movies that gets the hype but you actually think is bad? I actually didn't really like Shang-Chi. Oh. Like... Simu Liu was okay and the plot was fine I guess but oh my god I can't stand Aquafina she was really just there for sass and comic relief but she lacked actual comedy and like it wasn't natural at all no comedy uh, or comic relief uh, in an action movie must be done very carefully when they they offered me the role I said cannot don't I will bring too much comedy. Okay, okay, okay. Now. Personally, I was like super disappointed by Avengers Endgame because Infinity War was so good and it ended at such a cliffhanger. But then Endgame was essentially like fan service where yeah, everyone gets back together but there was basically no plot and everything was so rushed. Yeah, yeah. I feel the same about that. Really? Yeah. yeah. I watched this Stephen King movie recently. It's called Mr. Harrigan's Phone. Um, it's based on a short story by Stephen King okay. about a really kind kid who reads books to a lonely, bitter, angry billionaire, right? So they end up being very close and the kid teaches Mr. Harrigan about being kind and opening uh, so, up. Stop, stop. Okay. I, I know why this movie would annoy me. Okay? <laughs> because there's a kid and he teaches the old man. But, but why are you disappointed in it? Well, the ending like, leaves you hanging. Because in the end, the kid gives Mr. Harrigan a phone and shows him how to use it. Okay. Then Mr. Harrigan becomes addicted to the phone. He dies. <laughs> and then he continues to contact the kid after his death. Then Tiber, Mr. Harrigan is killing people who hurt this kid. You know, like bullies. Okay, like okay. I know why you don't like it already. Because what? it is not logical. Because this Mr. Harry- Harrigan is calling the fella after he died. After is it? his death, yeah. Hell, where got signal one? <laughs> <laughs> Our studios also can barely get. <laughs> It was just dumb lah. Fly FM. This woman was horrified when her neighbor dumped trash on her car. Okay. 
<laughs> Wait, I need to do a thorough investigation first up. <laughs> okay. Was she driving a lorry sampah? Because, <laughs> because then they'd be fine. <laughs> no, this neighbour is sampah masyarakat. <laughs> so this woman's car was parked downstairs. She goes to her car and she's about to leave for work, right? right? Finds her car destroyed because someone from her apartment block threw their rubbish from the top ah, floor. Yeah. yeah, her car was in bad shape. Like the trash shattered her car's windscreen Ooh, broken. into bits. Yeah, broken. There was also uh, sisa makanan everywhere, like plastic bags, plastic bottles, some yucky garbage juice oh, all inside the car. And guess what? This happened in Penang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, sorry, for, sorry, sorry for cheering. Uh, whoever this person is, I'm sorry for you, but Penang, come on. <laughs> it was quite a while we haven't had a story from Penang already. Uh. Yeah. Thanks for giving us something to talk about. Uh. But this this problem is actually quite dangerous, you know, because I have an apartment which I use for Airbnb. Uh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we were cleaning it one day after the guests had left. And then on my ledge... And so I'm on the what, like eighth floor. On the ledge was a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone had thrown a single mattress from the floor above me, uh, So you were like, yeah, free mattress. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I told my wife we need to update our unit profile, uh, Add one more bedroom, but outdoor one. <laughs> yeah, but she wasn't in the mood for jokes, as usual. She was like, uh, no, we need to get them to remove this mattress because what if someone throws a cigarette butt and then it catches fire? Oh yeah. Yeah. So she she really likes destroying comedy moments, right? <laughs> I'm glad people are quite responsible at my condo. Okay. We, we have a big thong and rubbish chute on every floor and it gets clean often. But on the ground floor at the lift lobby that everyone uses, there's a regular sized rubbish can, right? Mm. And sometimes at night, it gets so full. What I don't understand is why people do this. Because if it cannot fit, just bring it up to your house and throw it away. It's <laughs> so simple, right? And it's always fast food rubbish that's about the same size sticking out. So I suspect it's the same one person that's doing this. No, I know this story. Okay, this is actually the husband burn every night will sneak out to eat fast food one because the wife's cooking not nice so he, so he has to finish all the fast food and throw it downstairs he cannot bring it upstairs because if he brings it up he'll be the one coming down the rubbish chute on it. wow from rubbish to the opposite of rubbish what's that uh, goal uh, what really uh, I don't know fly F so I was just telling Douglas about how one of my favourite artists in the world, Sona One, just leaked a snippet of his new song. Which public service is he rapping about now? What? Right, because before this was Bomber. So this song is about what? JPJ? <laughs> <laughs> You're so rude. <laughs> so yesterday, uh, Sona One dropped a leak of a new song on TikTok and it already has more than 60,000 views. Oh. Yeah, oh. I heard it. Love it. Can't wait for the full song. But if you weren't on TikTok and no one sent this to you, here's the snippet. What is good, everybody? I don't usually do this TikTok thing, but when I do, it's important. Just made a new record with a new artist, new rapper. It slaps. Check it out. That's all you get. That's all we get. I what? can't believe he ended it like What's that. What's the name of the song? 
I think it's called Ado, but I, I really want to know who the other. Ado is my tagline. <laughs> What it's, is this? It's not about you. I really want to know who the other person is, the other rapper. It's it's Sona one lah. It's not lah. I know what Sona sounds like. That's Then, not him. Then one of his friends ah, the uh, Joe Flizo ah, uh, Young Raja. <sighs> he said he collaborated with a new rapper though. Okay. Everyone in the comments and so I saw was trying to figure out who it is. Like some were saying it's Faz Ahmad or Young Raja. Uh, someone said Faris Jaba. One person even said Eminem. <laughs> Uh, That is not Eminem. Eminem's <laughs> flow is next level, like amazing. <laughs> But you see, ah, uh, this this one I want. Not say I want to say talk bad or whatever, lah. Right? Remember last time he came about what, what three months ago, four months ago, we interviewed him. Yeah. He said what he said he was going to make a song with me. <laughs> correct? Now after I trashed him at the rap battle, he yeah. surrendered. He was like, okay, I make a song with you. Then now he go and make a song with you know, some unknown mystery rapper. <laughs> so my mother said, ah, uh, never trust rappers. <laughs> FM. So an Italian musician played the saxophone while he was having a brain tumor removed. This has confirmed my suspicion, nah, that musicians no need brain one. <laughs> Just because you couldn't make it as a singer-songwriter and had to resort to comedy, so the doctors say that his performance allowed them to map the different functions of his brain as they operated on him for nine hours. Nine hours. Yeah, the procedure was led by brain surgeon Dr. Christian Brogna, who had. Previously performed a similar procedure on a patient who was playing the violin. I think this doctor is not correct, lah. Why? He he just likes music while cutting people up. <laughs> Someone should check into his background. So you know? bad. No, lah. Like, he does this so they'll retain their memory to play these instruments as well. I think. But maybe he's a doctor sponsored by the orchestra. So all the musicians <laughs> go to him, right? So they all get discount, lah. Yeah. <laughs> But can play ah while while someone is operating on you because when I go for my shockwave therapy, yeah. you know, when my chiropractor he takes the the shockwave gun and yeah. shoots the sound waves into my bone to clear wow. off the yeah yeah to clear off my scar tissue, he will always try and talk to me like make some stupid small talk. Like like, oh yeah, so Douglas, uh, what are you doing in the, on the weekend? I cannot talk because it's so. Abby's like <laughs> he will talk. Yeah, so this this. That's what having a conversation with you feels like. <laughs> <laughs> But lucky this doctor is operating on musicians, you know, because then they can both sit there and uh-huh. do what they do. Imagine if he had to operate on other professions like I don't know footballers. <laughs> right? Poor doctor needs to run up and down together with the footballer. Then when the footballer pretend to fall down, doctors need to fall down. <laughs> what if he has to operate on politicians? No, no, no. He's a brain surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> This question does not apply. <laughs> This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.